please listen carefully. Oh, hey there. Hi there. Ho there. Is it that obvious that I'm just trying to push out content before 2021 happens after being on a hiatus for four months? Is that obvious? No? All the content you didn't ask for? (laughs) All right. Today, today we're going to talk about what I wish I knew when I was 17 years old. And this honestly probably applies up and until I was like 24, but the younger years, what I wish I knew. And if you're in that age range or, or not, and you just, you just are interested in listening to my content for whatever reason, you're all welcome here. Um, hopefully maybe something I say will hit you the right way and make you think about something a little bit differently. These are the things I wish I knew when I was 17. Number one, No one gives a fuck about what you do. Uh, That is all things considered. That is mostly, in my case, directly related to uh, projects, business ideas, uh, failing, not failing, if I'm making money, if I'm not making money, is my photography good, Uh, should I be going to film school, Um, should I move to Toronto, should I come back home, no one gives a fuck and all the people you think that are wondering and watching you they aren't they aren't they're thinking about their own shit um so next time you're thinking someone's gonna make fun of me if i do or don't do this thing guess what they probably aren't fucking thinking about you at all and that's just the honest truth Because everyone's got their own shit going on and everyone's thinking about their own shit, thinking that exact same thing about the shit that's going on in their life. No one gives a fuck about what you do. So fucking start that Instagram page, do that project, do that photo shoot, write that paper, you know, post that thing online because no one gives a flying fuck. And that leads me directly into my second thing I wish I knew is that the people who do give a fuck, and I'm air quoting, the people who are talking shit about what you're doing are 99.999, I'm almost going to say 100% of the time, are the people that aren't doing anything. And with that comes a valueless, is that even a word? Without value. Their opinion comes without value. Because They don't even have the balls to do it themselves. Do you know how many times I've heard, oh, here Sierra goes again with another fucking idea. Yeah, and you know who that's coming from? Someone who's not doing anything at all. And yeah, it hurts. And yeah, I was like, ow. But also, then I looked at the source it was coming from and I was like, oh, right. They've actually never tried anything, you know, in their life. So why the fuck do I care what they think? Oh, yeah, I don't. Because no one gives a fuck about what you do. And if they do, and if they're shitting on you, just look at the source that it's coming from. It's probably coming from a projection of their own life because they're not doing shit all. They've never tried a damn thing in their life. They've never tried and succeeded, let alone tried and failed. So... Lesson number two, the thing I wish I knew was that the people who are going to talk shit and make side comments to you, even if, 
you think they're meaning well or just joking probably are just projecting their own insecurities. And I know that's something that's like so typical to say, but it's typical because it's fucking true. What I wish I knew when I was 17. Oh God. I'm going to keep this rant short. I'm going to try. No boy is going to save you. Save yourself. Save save yourself. <laughs> I don't know where where that came where that accent came from. No boy is going to save you. I spent so many years of my younger self sad. I sp- and I think that comes naturally like in your early 20s like those are the things that are important when you're a teenager into your like early 20s like boys are important or you know whatever gender or not gender you're attracted to um but I spent so much time waiting just waiting for someone to like make me happier I spent so much time very pessimistic very like oh poor pitiful me like once I'm in a relationship, I'm going to be so much happier. I just I just want to be loved. And once I'm loved, things are going to be good. Well, that's not how the fuck it works. <laughs> and let me tell you, from experience, being the sad, pessimistic, waiting around for love type of person isn't the person that someone wants to fall in love with. You know who people fall in love with? People who love themselves. People that love life. People that don't give a fuck and just do and live and be and I wish I knew that when I was 17 that I wouldn't have wasted so many years solely pining after being loved by someone and yes I'm 28 now and I'm still fucking single but I love myself and it's not my end goal anymore Yes. Would that be lovely? Absolutely. Yes. Do I get lonely? Yes. I'm human. However, life is meant to be lived. Life is meant to be enjoyed. And being a sad puss isn't going to make someone want to be with you. And all my issues, all my things that were going... I don't even want to say wrong in my life, but the challenges that I faced as a young person had literally nothing to do with being in a relationship. It had to do with learning who I was and figuring out who I was. And I know that's so cliche to say, but it's fucking true. All my issues that I had with myself were because of me (laughs) would have never been solved by being with someone else. No boy, and I'll just reiterate, I'll change this up a little bit for whoever's listening. No person is going to save you. Save yourself. And I will like asterisk that. Don't expect anyone to save you. Don't put that pressure on someone. You are not half a person and when you meet your other half, you become whole. You are a whole person. And hopefully, if you're in the right relationship, you will get another whole person. Do not put that expectation on someone else to help you get to that goal. Be a whole person on your own. I think it is so... What is the word? It is so bold 
to assume that being with someone is going to make you a better person. Just be a better person and you will find someone who is good for you because you're you, not because you want them to fill some void that you have, some part of your life that needs to be fulfilled. Fulfill your life yourself first. Embrace being single. Maybe I'll do a whole fucking podcast on God being single and embracing it and loving it. Um, But no one is going to save you and you can't expect anyone to save you. Save yourself. Do your shit. Get your life in order and be a version of yourself that you are proud to offer up to someone else. What I wish I knew when I was 17. This actually kind of relates to the last one, but being single is going to make you more confident than any validation from another person. I say this because I have lived most of my life as the single friend. I've had my fair share of relationships. However, um, I have spent, you know, three to four year stints in between those relationships single. And let me tell you, my confidence in who I am is because I have spent so much time alone. And that sounds like sappy, maybe. That's, that was like a weird, um, like, sappy. Maybe that sounds like ridiculous. But being alone and figuring myself out on my own terms has given me so much confidence in who I am because I don't have to question where my worth came from. I don't have to rely on someone else to give me validation to tell me who I am, to tell me that I'm worth it, to tell me that I'm worth loving. I know that because I give that to myself. And no, it's not as easy as ABC. I'm human. I've had my fair share of you know, heartbreak and wanting to just be loved and be in a relationship. But I wouldn't be such a well-rounded person. I don't think, I don't think I would be as well-rounded of a person if I had spent more time in a relationship. And let me preface, let me, not preface, let me, um, just say that if you're in a relationship and you're in a loving relationship, it, you can still be a whole person and a mo- the most well-rounded person. Do you? Like, everyone's life is so different. Never take what I'm saying as like, this is how it is. This is just my experience. This is just, this is just what I feel for my life has made me who I am. And, and I say that I think I'm more well-rounded as a human because I've been single because I've also been in relationships where I've given everything of myself to another person because that's how I am in a relationship. And I'm learning from that to not be that way. Because I know if I have spent the last decade in a relationship... I would have given so much of myself to another person. I don't know. I don't know what my life would look like. I don't know if Lemon Soul would ever be, have become a thing or any of the projects I've done because I give my love and attention so deeply to my partner. Um, and it's like sounding like I'm saying that is a bad thing. Um, but, you know, boundaries. But being single has made me more confident in who I am, what I do, what I believe in, what I want, and what I fucking deserve. 
than getting validation from any relationship or any person who's going to love me. And I wish I knew that at 17 so I didn't waste so much fucking time looking for the boy who's going to save me. Ah, I connected the, the two, the two uh, last ones. What I wish I knew when I was 17, your first big idea isn't going to be your end-all be-all, but it's going to shape your next idea. I thought when I was 17, I was going to be a photographer. That was my like plan. I was always taking photos. I carried my camera around with me everywhere and I loved it. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. You know, if you make your passion your job, you're going to love every single day you work. And while that didn't go very far, I shot photography for a couple years and half-assed it at that. And uh, I wish I knew at 17 that that like ending when I did finally end like my photography like business it took so long and it took me doing like the last probably six projects that I did um my heart wasn't in and I knew I didn't want to be there and I knew I didn't want to do it but like I was forcing myself because I felt like I found something that I was good at so like maybe that was meant to be monetized um but I wish I knew beforehand that like it isn't the end-all be-all if your first great idea isn't your last great idea. Because everything I learned from doing that shaped, you know, my art blog. And then when I did that for a little while and said, you know, maybe I don't want to do this either. That helped me learn how to run the clothing company. And then when I learned how to deal with customers, that helped me, you know, deal with stuff when selling for labyrinth like it all like snowballs and you're just gonna learn along the way but like I wish I wasn't so hung up on I wish I wasn't so hung up on photography is supposed to be my thing and I went to school for film so that's supposed to be what I do and if I don't do film all my film friends are gonna think you know I pushed out your first big idea isn't going to be your end-all be-all but it's going to shape your next idea. So like keep going. What I wish I knew when I was 17. This is a big one. And actually this is more like what I wish I knew like four years ago. Um, but it, it has applied. It has applied my entire fucking life. But it really it really became apparent a lot in the last few years. So what I wish I knew when I was 17 slash um, 24, 25. Um being an empath isn't your entire existence. Set some fucking boundaries. And I say that not set boundaries for other people. Set boundaries for me, for you. I heavily relied on being an empath as my excuse as to why I couldn't control my emotions. And when I say control my emotions, me, I mean that for many years, many, many years of my life, I lived at a very high peak or a very low rut. There was no in-between. Um, and I bounced back between those moods um, very quickly. And it was exhausting. And as an empath, you know, we're taught that being an empath is a good thing. And it is. But if you let your entire existence... Ab- existence absorb around the idea that you're empathetic and that's just how you are and um you you're just meant to take care of people and you feel everyone's emotions and that's just how you are 
you aren't going to survive. Because that's, that's what I taught myself and what I reiterated to myself and what I repeated to myself in my mind is that I'm this way because I'm empathetic because I just feel everyone's shit and I take on everyone's stuff and that's just who I am because I'm a good person and feelings are everything. But what I was truly doing to myself was making an excuse to not A, set boundaries, but I was making an excuse to just live at those two wild ends, that peak and that valley. And what I found is that absorbing everyone else's shit is not healthy. And just because you're an empath and that comes naturally to you doesn't mean you cannot set a boundary, put yourself in a bubble, and separate yourself from the advice that you are giving. I have probably said it on the podcast before, um, but I will say it here again. You can give advice. You can listen to someone else. You can be the voice of reason for your friends, for your family to a stranger on the bus who's telling you their shit but you don't have to be invested in it and I figured out a way to be that ear be that lending hand be that voice of reason for the people in my life that needed it but also removing myself from the situation and not pulling all of their energy towards me and you do that by not investing yourself give advice don't invest (laughs) give the advice uh say you know say your piece but when you invest yourself in someone else's issues or problems and if you are an empath like me it will ruin you it will exhaust you And ultimately, it will make you a very resentful person. And it wasn't until I became a very resentful person that I figured out that I had to set boundaries. That I had, this is going to sound harsh, that I had to stop caring. And I said to myself over and over and over, can't care give the advice but can't care gotta walk away because I was protecting myself and I I honestly think that's the only thing that kept me from becoming even more resentful and it you know and it did get to a certain point where I was acting on these boundaries and setting the boundaries and um separating myself from the issues of others and it got to a point where then I felt very cold then I felt like I wasn't being myself. Then I felt so far on the other end of the spectrum that I just, I felt like I was a robot. Can't care, set the boundary, block it off, give the advice and walk away. And when it got to a certain point where I felt then I wasn't myself anymore because I was too far on the other end of the spectrum, that's when I came back to the middle. And sometimes it takes going off the deep end, off both or either or end, um, to realize where the middle actually lies for you. And it takes a lot of learning and it takes a lot of um, 
practice on figuring out where that middle ground is is for you. For me, it was still setting that boundary um, so I could protect uh, my energy, but also still caring. Caring without the investment, I suppose. What I wish I knew when I was 17 was that you're not going to have your life figured out at 22. You're not going to have your life figured out at 24, 25. You're not going to have your life figured out at 27 or 28. And I can sure as hell bet based on history that you're not going to have your life figured out at 30, 35, maybe even 40. And I wish I knew that at 17 because I feel like there's so much pressure to be at a certain place, be with someone, have in the house with a white picket fence and the babies and all that societal contractual bullshit. I just wish I knew that like there really isn't such a thing as figuring it all out. Figuring it all out is actually just the process of it. It's not an end goal. You never really become an adult. I think that's another huge thing that like me and my friends talk about a lot is that even at 28, I thought I was going to be way more adulty than I was expecting to be when I was 17, looking at 28 year olds thinking they had their shit together. Like, no, I I, I still kind of feel, I feel 17, but like a little elderly, mostly because I go to bed so early and I like antiques, but I, I wish I knew that when I was young is that, you know, no one has their shit together. You're not going to have your shit together. You're just going to figure it out as you go. And, you know, becoming an adult is a subjective term because what does an adult really even mean? I don't know. Fucking Google it. But I wish I knew at 17 that... Uh, you know, when people ask you, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I don't know. And I won't know. And I just hope I make it there. So with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed this totally random fucking episode. Um, pushing out a couple more episodes before, you know, this 2020 year is ending. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I hope you have a lovely day. Hope you guys enjoyed this and send me a DM and tell me what you wish you knew when you were 17 because I'm really intrigued if anyone has similar ideas to me or like completely different ones or whatever because everyone's life is different so everyone's lessons are different so real curious and until then I will uh, catch you later gainer. <laughs>